Welcome back to Box to Box. It's Reza and Alex. Hi, Alex. Welcome back, Reza. Thank you. My jaw hurts. Um, do you want to explain what happened? Yeah, we were playing uh, soccer balls uh, yesterday. And um, I was talking on the sideline. He was talking, yeah. And I was uh, sort of just passing the ball with someone and... I used my right foot instead of my left because I'm a lefty. Yeah, and, and you never said I never heard. Like, it's I like, said it's heads. proper street soccer like etiquette. Like when like if you need the ball, it's like ball, 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 help, help, help. And then yeah. if you like if the ball is like flying into the head heads, 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 heads. I did say heads, and then it clocks me in the left side of my jaw, or just yeah. my left jaw, and now it just hurts to talk. But um, uh, it just needs to be done. But I feel much better. Thank you. You're welcome. Yeah. Happy Labor Day. <laughs> Happy Labor Day, everyone. Um, everyone's off. No one's doing anything. So it's a perfect day to do a podcast. But more importantly, today is the European uh, transfer deadline day. Yes. Um, I believe as of now, League One, League Two, and Bundesliga are closed. Yeah. And now we're just waiting uh, as the hours kind of go on. We have a Serie A, League One, and like La Liga. La Liga and like the Portuguese League and all that. Yeah. Um. On a sadder note, we are now in our first international break Aww. of the year, the season. Yeah. So I was just thinking, let's just let's just take a look. So I have the Premier League table in front of us. I don't think there's any. Uh, oh, by the way, we're going to be giving live updates as the European news comes into us. We have a live feed yeah. coming from BBC. Thank you, BBC, for sponsoring this episode. And we're going to just start um, going through the table, but Alex will be our BBC media correspondent to bring in uh, live updates. But just to rattle off, before we get into the uh, table analysis, let's just go over some of the uh, the highlights of the day. The biggest, most important one is that Darmian has left Manchester United for a whopping, and this is like when I saw it. Thank you so much. 1.5 million pounds. I thought it was euros. It's the same thing. <laughs> it's it's pounds you, is more. You you take us through the summary. I will uh check check what the euro. 1.5 million euros. Okay, and what is the euro? What is one euro to pound? Find that out while I go through the rest of the summaries. Uh, Manchester United have sold uh, Matteo Darmian to Parma. For 1.5 million. It sounds like Christian Eriksen is staying at Tottenham. There's a lot of talk yesterday during the North London Derby. I wish he left. Um, that the fact that he's playing and he played so well and the fact that he scored, all that good good stuff. Yes, Alex. So so 1.5 million euros is 1.365 million pounds. All right. So if it was 1.5 million pounds. Okay, you keep going. Okay. Um Ericsson said there was a lot of conversation about um, him leaving after yesterday's performance, and after just yesterday's starting. It was a shock to everyone that why would he play if he's going to leave, but it just seems like Ericsson is here to stay. But he has a, uh, what is it, like the, his contract's up in, in, in the summer, right? Yeah, it's last year of his contract. Yeah. So welcome to that. Uh, you know, I've been doing it for two years now. I'm surprised that Spurs, uh, like, left it for this late. Yeah, because usually they're... They're like, pretty good the, with the contracts. The one thing that they're good at uh is that they like sign contracts like early like with Kane and yeah. Deli Alley and yeah anyhow moving on uh Mkhitaryan which I was just, we were talking about off the air uh 
it's really weird because he's joined Roma on loan, but he played yesterday. So that means he kind of knew or it just it's just a weird situation when players it, it, literally like it play. Happened, it happened straight after the game. Like as I soon think it as happened at halftime. No, no, no. Straight I, after the I game. I think no. I think it happened at halftime. I think half. I was jo- I'm joking. I'm joking. Oh, it's <laughs> being sarcastic. You didn't sound sarcastic. Um, it's just a weird one, and I want to go. And I, I mean, the good thing is where um Roma's actually paying all of his wages, unlike Inter for Alexis. Yeah, that we're still paying. He's <laughs> him not being on our team is still he. He's in the top five wages. Yeah, like top five. Uh, on the team. Yes. What else do we have? Uh, Monaco have a... Have they sold him or is it a loan? Who? Falcao. Falcao. Sold. Sold to to Galatasaray. I love love when fans wait at the airport. It's so cool. Okay. And just to be clear, we're talking about fans, meaning like maybe like 50 fans, 100 fans. (laughs) Galatasaray went off. Uh, if you haven't seen the footage, definitely just go and YouTube it. But it's like 25,000 people with flares yeah. and chants. And Falcao was like, he was getting lit. Like, it was, he was like singing and yeah, dancing. He was, and he was like, like jumping chanting up. with them. And he was like holding his baby and he put his baby aside. He was like, hold the hold my baby. Um, <laughs> hold hold my it? baby. What was, the, what was the Will Ferrell movie? It's time my baby. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wasn't that when he was like a... The race car driver. I forgot. Oh, um, uh, Ricky Bobby. Right? Sure. Bobby. This is a soccer podcast. So Sorry. Taldega Knights. Yes. Uh, what else is going on? Uh, Fernando Lolorente signed Whoa. for... That was a nice... Uh, Double L? Yeah. Thank you, Lolo. Wait, but it's not pronounced that. But I say it like that. It's okay. it's Fernando Llorente. Yeah. But there are two L's, and like any Westerner, they would say Fernando Lolorente. <laughs> Uh, signed for Napoli, which um, I guess... Well, he was a free agent, so it was a free signer. Yeah, but just saying. Yeah. And uh, slightly on the less kind of marquee signings, well, but Bobby Duncan from Liverpool went to Fiorentina. There's bigger signings. There was another swap deal involved just now. Oh, report, reports coming in? Yes, reports coming in. And uh, also the 1.5 million pounds is actually 1.6 five euros so nice. like it's we like got an 150k extra 1. yes no, no no you guys got 1.5 million euros oh. so if it was 1.5 million pounds it would have been an extra 150 got it, got it, got okay so uh reports coming in live yeah so new can i news. send so i'm just gonna send this out to our uh, me- uh bbc media's correspondent alex's arm who is on uh live at the scene uh thank you reza uh we have just reported breaking news uh a swap deal goalkeeper for goalkeeper whoa uh, swap deal re- involving Real Madrid and Paris Saint Germain. Uh, I I don't know his first name. Alfonso our Areola. Oh Alf- oh really? I thought it was just Navas. No no no. Al- Alfonso Areola is going to Real Madrid, whereas Kaylor Navas is swapping Whoa. with him, going the other way to PSG. Kaylor Navas is officially a PSG p- PSG player. He's wearing number one. He is right beside the. To Eiffel. So he will be PSG's number one goalie. Yes. But However, the weird thing is PSG signed him for thirteen point five million. Um, like it's a it's a permanent transfer, whereas Ariola is actually a loan. Whoa. 
Yeah, I don't know why they would sign uh, sell Navas. Isn't he? I feel like he's better than Courtois. Courtois is like Courtois. Been, he has like fallen off the face of the earth as well. Yeah. Um, because uh, I just saw a stat that well, Real Madrid yesterday drew two two, which is awkward because both goals were from Bale. I know. So like it was weird yeah, that yeah, Bale yeah. got a point for Zidane. Um, but uh, Courtois is at the worst like streak. Of not keeping clean sheets in his career, I think it's like eleven games or something. More like than that. Dea? Yes. Whoa. Yeah. That's pretty bad. But uh, Ariel is going to be a backup goalie. Yeah, Ariel is going to be the backup. I'm saying he went from starting the PSG. Uh, yeah, you're right. To being Madrid's backup. Well, it's a loan. It's so. still a backup alone. Thank you, Alex. Uh, coming back to the studio. West Brom left back Max Melbourne has joined Lincoln on loan until January. Just reports coming in just now, two minutes ago. All right, back to the table. Well, Alex, will you keep us? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So we're back to the international break. Four games played across the board. And there are some shocking. Underperforming teams. Underperforming and overperforming teams. Yeah. Uh, let's start with the sort of like the baseline. We knew this was going to happen. We just didn't know who was first and who was second, but Liverpool and Man City are top in the table. Are you shocked that Man City have already dropped points? Given last year was down to sort of like... I mean... Liverpool had 97 points and we knew that points dropped were going to be huge between the two of them. Are you surprised that at this point in the season, City have already dropped two points? Yes and no. Uh, well, you well, got to pick one. Are you surprised, Alex? Yes. Okay. Just because I expected them to beat Tottenham at home, and they should have. I mean, they had 30 shots to two. Um, But at the same time, like, you're not going to expect Man City to win all 38 games. You're going to – like, there's no way Liverpool's going to – I mean, it's not impossible, but I think both teams have a good chance of, like, not losing this season. But they will drop points eventually. Um, I just didn't expect it to be this early. Because usually in the last couple of seasons, City have always gone on like that like six game, seven game, eight game. Right. Like right now, un- Liverpool. Unbeaten streak. And they probably will still be unbeaten for a very long time. Yeah. I, right now, Liverpool on their longest uh, winning streak in the Premier League history, in their history, with 13 games unbeaten. Mm-hmm. Uh, not even unbeaten, like all wins, 13 wins in a row. Um,. And they're the only perfect team left, uh, which is kind of crazy. Uh, and there are uh, only three teams unbeaten uh, in the Premier League uh, so far. So, yeah. So, uh, just looking forward at Liverpool's fixture list. There, there are four games. Uh, after the after the international break, there are four more games um, and until the next international break. Yeah. So. But then we get Champions League as well. I think in right, that, Champions in that League, and I think uh, the um, League Cup. The League Cup, uh, November 9th is the matchup between Liverpool and Man City, mm. and it's at Where home. It? It's at Anfield. I think. Okay, la- la- last year it was nil nil, and Mars missed that penalty in the last minute. Yeah. Um, I feel like Liverpool at that point weren't as good as they are right now. I mean, it's a month, two months from now, actually. Yeah. But we're going to have 
So there's going to be Champions League games. There's going to be, I think, an EFL yeah, Cup. Who knows? Like, oh, Allison will probably be back He'll as be well. Yes. Um, we don't know. Mendy might be back. We don't know the Laporte situation. Oh, yeah, you're right. It sounds like he's... It, it looks be, bad. Yeah. Uh, which is unfortunate because I, I, I said this a few weeks ago. I think Mendy's defense is a little overrated. I know they've only conceded three goals. Uh, but, I mean, like, it's it's not great after Laporte. It's yeah. Stones, who's actually still injured. I mean, he might still uh co- he might come back after an international break, but it's just him and Otamendi. Literally, there's no no other center back. I literally their their next choice is Fernandinho. They're gonna play Fernandinho at the back, mm-hmm. left back. The, all they have right now is Zinchenko. Uh oh, and they have Angelino, but they're playing Zinchenko right now with Mendy out, and then at right back they have Kyle Walker and. Uh, Jao Cancelo, but I mean, this is a very, very big loss um, if he's out for a very long time. And we'll see, we'll see, like, from now until that game against uh, Liverpool, we'll see how their squads are going to look like, if they're going to be in any injuries, what their form will be like. And that'll be, that game is going to, that game at Anfield and the reverse fixture uh, at, the had that's going to be... Electric. It, yeah, it's going to be title-defining. Oh. Yeah. Wow. Straight from Webster's Dictionary. Title-defining? I, I don't I don't know. I, I feel like that's a word. Or, like, phrase. All right. Uh, moving on... Straight from Google. <laughs> moving on to uh, third and fourth. This is surprising. Uh, fourth is third for me is not. Well, third is just surprising. So Leicester's in third with eight points, uh, two wins, two draws, and Palace with seven, uh, two wins and one draw and one loss. Uh, Leicester is just surprising for the fact that you would imagine that one of the other four of six top six teams would be in that position. Um, but I think they deserved it. Crystal Palace is more surprising given the whole Zaha situation. They scored three goals and they have seven points. That's crazy. Yeah. Um. I mean, they're lucky to get three points against Man U. I think it was a, dr- a draw would would have been a fair result. Um. And they shouldn't have beaten Aston Villa with that whole like controversy with Jack Grealish. Hey, it it really should have it should have been a goal in that la- in that last second. I actually don't remember who scored it, but it. Wasn't a dive. No, did you see it? Um, I saw it casually and passively. Oh, okay. So, well, basically, like Grealish was on a run and he was like off balance, and then he's like, as he was off balance, he passed it to one of his teammates who scored, but the ref called it as a dive. But I mean, there was a little bit of contact, and he was trying to like he didn't he didn't like call for a foul like if it was a penalty or a free kick. But the the ref thought it was a it was a dive and he gave him a yellow card and and then the game ended. But realistically, Crystal Palace should have max five points. They shouldn't have seven points, in my opinion. It it won't last this long. The, it, no, obviously. they're they're obviously not going to be in the top four. Um, overperformers. I think from the top, looking at the top half of the table, uh, Sheffield five points from four games, definitely sitting in tenth and. Uh, I think they're literally in a situation where they have like a countdown clock on their wall with like forty points and how many more points they need to get to like. Yeah. It's well, also what was um 
last season, how many points did seventeenth uh, place get? Do you um, we can look it up, but I think the past couple seasons, forty points have has gotten you like into the like forty points is like your guarantee. No, but I'm safety. saying like the teams that have gotten teams that have not been relegated had like high thirties. Like forty points would have gotten you like into like the fourteenth, fifteenth, sixteenth places. Right. So last season. 40 points was ha- uh, Burnley had 40 points and they finished 15th. Yeah. So uh, and Brighton was 17th and they had 36. Yep. So. so I think they're they're so how many is that? So 31. Well, they have 5 points right now, right? Sheffield. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they so they technically need if they want to replicate what they did with uh, what Brighton did, they need 31 points. I mean, they can do that in thir- in 30 how many games? Or 34 games. Left. 34 games. There we go. Quick maths. Uh, what else do we have? Chelsea is... Underperforming. Underperforming, but they're just not getting the results. I think the same thing with United. I think the only the only thing I'll give to United is that they are actually performing well. They're not, they're not getting the results. Yeah. Um, not They're performing well in spurts, but I'm not going to get into it. I think overall between the comparison between Chelsea and Liverpool is that Chelsea and uh, United is that I think United have the better players and they've been at least together yeah. with uh, Ole for a little bit longer. I think as good as it is that Chelsea's trying to play young, they're just not. I mean, they have players that are literally giving, giving like Premier League debuts to. And I don't. I don't yeah, they uh, last week when they played uh, Sheffield, they I think they've given three. Uh, they've given they've given at least three or four Premier League debuts in their first four games. Yeah, they played a new center back with Kurt Zuma. Uh, Christensen yeah. didn't play. I forgot his name, though. Uh, it was Tamori. Uh, I don't know who he is. But even on the bench. Fikayo Tamori, 21 years old, from Canada. Oh, what? Oh, but he's it represents England. Oh. But he was born in Canada. Oh, we're in Canada. Calgary. A great. That's a great place. Um, I barely know. <laughs> not, neither do I. Um, underperformers. Uh, looking at the bottom half of the table, who? Let, let I, right off the bat, Wolves are pretty, yeah. pretty down there, uh, and Watford. Yeah, Watford. One, one point from four games. We play them next uh, at Watford. Uh, I'm. I don't know why, but like, I don't, every time we play away, I'm. I get scared. Like. And I feel like Watford, they're going to have to win at some point. And I, I, I'm scared that, like, we're going to be that first team to give them that win. Uh, but, oh, and also Brighton. Like, they start off so hot, and then they lose two straight games. Uh, but, yeah, Wolves, yeah, not looking great. I, I can't, I think another overperformer is uh, Everton. Uh, like, in terms of how they performed. Uh they have seven points, two wins, one draw, and one loss. I mean, the one loss was pretty bad uh, um, against Aston Villa. Really they were they were performed really bad. Uh, like Walcott missed. I think they've that. been the most inconsistent team. Yeah, because I mean that Crystal Palace no no draw. There was just nothing in it. That they had like one or two good chances that game. Uh, I forgot who they they beat Wolves. Uh, who else did they beat? Um, I don't know. They beat oh they beat Watford I mean like and Watford is in a bad slump so uh, Richarlison came clutch against Wolves. I'm sorry. To oh, interrupt. breaking news! We have breaking news. I'm gonna send it to uh, Alex's arm oh. in the field. 
Oh, this is huge. Okay. Alex, can you hear us? Hello? Hello? Oh, yeah. Oh, I can Hi. hear you. Okay. Yeah. And uh, we are back. Uh, breaking news. We have former Inter Milan striker Mauro Icardi having his medical right now as a new PSG player. Thank you for Fabrizio Romano for that tweet. Uh, he, he is going there on loan. Uh, he is going to be uh, there for the season, and there is an option to buy for 70 million euros, I believe. Do you... So let's just... Uh, thank, thank you, Alex Zarm, for that breaking news. Um, uh, he, I don't know how he got from... Um, where were you before on the, on the field? I was just at uh no I was also at PSG with uh with Navas. That's right. I thought I thought, I'm I, thought still you, in Paris. I thought you were in Madrid. I'm okay. still in Paris. So you, yeah. I forgot you were a P, uh, P, uh, Paris media correspondent. Yeah. Um, Icardo to PSG on loan. Do you think this has to do with any sort of like Neymar situations or I think Cavani was in, injured, right? Who was uh injured from their top three? Mbappe. Mbappe was injured? Mbappe is injured for like a month. So does that have to do with anything with the Mbappe injury or the Neymar possibly still transfers? Um, Neymar staying at least until January. Um, I think he'll stay for the se- entire season, and I think he'll go to either Real Madrid or Barcelona in 2020. But I think this is just his... I think it's just him wanting to not be at Inter, yeah, and this is the warmest club that he could have moved to. Because he actually had a, a offer from Monaco, and the fee was agreed for a loan, but he rejected the personal terms. He didn't want to go there. So, like, he's a very greedy man. Uh, and I hate how, like, his wife is his agent. Really? Uh, yeah. Wanda. Oh. Wanda Icardi, I think her name is, you know, with that whole like thing with how he, Wanda Nara, yeah, she's she's uh, his wife and his agent, but they yeah they're they're right now. Um, I wonder how they're all gonna they're gonna play all four when they're fit. Uh, well, they're not. What do you mean? Like I don't think they're well because you also have Di Maria as well. Yeah, Di Maria plays more deeper, but like. What would wh- how would you play? The same three that start. You would play Cavani over Icardi. I mean, he's been there. He's played with them, right? So I would put Neymar, Mbappe, and Cavani, and then if Di Maria can play like in, a, in a midfield three. You didn't say Mbappe. I said Mbappe, Cavani, and Neymar. Oh, okay. So okay, I was just like thinking of formations, um, and then Di Maria behind. Yeah, cool. Because you also, I mean, Di Maria can also play a winger. I think uh, Icardi will, will really show his. Uh, because let's be honest, like they're not, they already they've already won the league. Who PSG? PSG. They're they're gonna yeah. win the league. So I think their biggest thing is going for Champions League. If they can have that depth to play, maybe some maybe Icardi will play more in the league, and then they'll kind of like hold for Cavani to play in. Um, Champions I think. League. I think it will be good. It will be uh, interesting to see how he plays um, and how he settles there because it, it, it's such a weird thing with. Like, he was a captain for Inter, but he's always wanted to leave. But every time he stays, he's so loyal to the fans and stuff. But then, I don't know, he's always wanted to leave. And he's finally left, officially. I have breaking news. Um, oh? League 2 Swindon, uh, okay. Swindon Town have signed Swansea goalkeeper Stephen Brenda Benda on loan for the rest of the season. 
and this is just came in a minute ago. Brentford have signed. Uh, I'm sorry, Brentford striker Marcus Force has joined uh, AFC Wimbledon on loan till the end of the season. Uh, I think the, these news are just as big as Icardi and for Wimbledon and Navas. Back to the table. <laughs> Uh, we were talking about Wolves. We were talking about Brighton and Norwich and Aston. I'm sorry, Watford and Aston Villa. I want to talk about Norwich. Oh my god! I'm sorry. <laughs> wow. Okay, wait. Can 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 I explain the the story behind this? Yeah, sure. Okay, so I just got breaking news. Um, Luis Gustavo has just signed for Fenerbahce uh, from Marseille on a permanent deal. Uh, the reason why I'm laughing so hard is because um, how long ago was it? Like 2013. It's very. It was like five years ago, and uh, it was like we, me, me, Reza, and uh, uh, our cousins were on vacation, and then I get a, an alert. This was right. This was like right before Ozil signed for us, uh, and I, I got, I got an alert that uh, Luis Gustavo is having like a medical. At Arsenal. And he was at Wolfsburg at the time. And yeah, he was at Wolfsburg. And I was getting so hype. I was like, we're getting Luis Gustavo. And then like they just broke down. Or like those rumors were never true. So like every transfer window, Reza would just say, don't worry, Arsenal are still trying to get Luis Gustavo. But obviously he's going to Fenerbahce now. Story time with Alex. Uh, No, you... uh, Luis Gustavo is still... Still rumored. Yeah, see? Uh, Norwich. Yes? Three points. One win, three draws, and a bunch of pookie goals. Yeah. I, has he scored all of them? He scored four or five. He has five, and they have how many right now? Oh, Cantwell scored the other. Um, Yeah, their defense is a problem. Um, They started the Liverpool game with both their... Uh, second choice center backs, um, and then when Zimmerman came back, he got injured again. Uh, so that's not looking great for them. But I think they're unlucky. I mean, look at the look at the teams they came up against. They came, they went to Anfield the first game. They went to Stamford Bridge. They almost got a result. They didn't though. And then they beat Newcastle. And then they just lost to who they lose to? Who? Oh, West Ham. Um. I mean, really, the two games that they um, could have won, they won one of them. So, I mean, if you're a Norwich fan, y- you should be optimistic to to how they've how they've played this season because I think they've actually played really well. It's just that their defense is very poor. They have conceded the most goals this season, but they're they're scoring goals, but at the same time, they can't always rely on Pookie. Uh, hopefully, I'm going to check their schedule now. See, oh, God, they're against Man City next time. Uh, I mean, after the Man City game, though, it's it's relatively easy. They have Burnley, Crystal Palace, Aston Villa, and Bournemouth. I think that's relatively easy. Um, so they can get some results there, and we'll see how, where, where uh, they'll be in the table um, after those games. Uh, same with Aston Villa. They're kind of unlucky to have only three points. Uh, they should have gotten at least a point against the Crystal pa- against Crystal Palace. They were really close to getting a win against Tottenham. 
they also they beat Everton, which was a really good result, but then they the Bournemouth game was kind of unlucky as well. Uh they literally could have gotten a point out of all those games, but they only ended up with three. Um what I, I really don't want to ha- what I don't want to happen is that they're gonna get either relegated or they're gonna stay and then Pookie goes to like Everton. It's like like he has like one good season and then like he just kind of uh flows off flows off to some other new team and then he just fails and he just like dwindles away. Yeah, well I mean he's not I mean that young. He's twenty nine. Um I'm gonna ask you a question, Reza. Uh who has been the most exciting player to watch so far this season? Daniel James. Outside of Manchester United. Uh the most exciting player. Or like or to like watch? the or or like the because I was watching from NBC Sports, like they asked uh, a bunch of the pundits there, like who's who's like your, your new favorite face, like the f- their first season in the Premier League. Um, Daniel James was one of them. Uh, I think one of them said Pookie. Um, Tammy Abraham was like another. Uh, I was I was gonna say I think what Chelsea's doing is pretty. Um, I think Mason pretty Mount. cool. I think Mason Mount actually is. The most between looking at all like the sort of newcomers in the in the season and all all like the young guys, I think between like Daniel James, um, even looking at Arsenal players like Maitland Maitland Niles and any other young players you're gonna be playing, I think Mason Mount is the most uh, prem ready and the maybe the most like skillful and talented, mm. um, the most complete. I think. Okay. I think. Tammy Abraham, like looking at the last couple of seasons, like you go to loan on Swans, you go to loan on um, Aston, Aston Villa. Villa. Can you be the like the number nine of Chelsea? Cons- I mean, consistently for like a couple of years until like, or or is it a matter of like he's just there because that's the only person they have? They're not going to start Giroud, and the second that that window opens next summer, he either stays and he goes down the pecking order, or they just sign some new like super striker. My answer to your question is probably between Mason Mount and uh, James. Yeah, that's I. I mean, I wouldn't say Pepe yet, um, because we've only seen him twice. Basically, um, he started twice and he almost he got an assist against uh, Tottenham, but we've yet to see the best of him. So I won't say him yet. But yeah, I I was I was actually gonna say Mason Mount too. I think he's really fun to watch and. I mean, like Chelsea, they conceded nine goals, second most in the Premier League. That's, I mean, they're gonna have to step up. I mean, like Zuma, Emerson, Christensen, and Aspley. No, I, I don't, I don't think their players are necessarily that good for what they actually want to do. I, th- yeah. I think that they're just playing players because that's all they have, and they can't do anything else. Yeah. Um, I don't think it was a great decision to sell Cahill, or I don't know if it was, if if they sold him or if I think his contract ran out actually. His contract right now, it was a free transfer. Yeah, I would have kept him. Just as, and I know he's like a, he, he's experienced. He's experienced, he knows the team, he can at least play. He's not a Chelsea caliber, but you kind of have to hold on to the the players you have. Yeah. Um, in their situation. Even, even if it's a one-year contract. Um, what do you think of West Ham? 
I I really like their team. I I mean, it's weird that they have seven points, but with negative goal difference. But their front four is really exciting with Felipe Anderson, Hilaire Lanzini, and Yarmolenko. I think it's just how long can they hold it, and how 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 good is their defense, and how consistent can they be? Yeah, their defense is always shaky. Um, I don't know why they've had D. Like, do you see the um, like before the transfer window ended in in England? Uh, it, Issa Diop was like rumored at what was it like sixty million pounds? Yeah, it's ridiculous. it's ridiculous. Um, and their defense is always shaky. But um, we both so we both put Tottenham at third before the season started. Do you think still think that they'll finish top four? Who Tottenham? Five points from twelve. Um, they lost to Newcastle. They lost to no lead to us yesterday and in the North London Derby. They barely got a draw against Man City. They shouldn't have. And they were behind against Aston Villa for 70 minutes of the game, but then they scraped a win. Should like As a Tottenham fan, should you be worried? I think uh, other than Liverpool, Man City, between Liverpool, other than Liverpool, Man City, all other top six teams have something to worry about. Yeah, I agree. Um, I think with Arsenal, it's their defense. Defense, and how quick can those front three start to click? Because um, we saw it a little I bit. They, I, I think I, we I saw, think they have. We saw it a little bit yesterday, but it's more like consistently. Can you actually start all three of them together? Yeah, and have them all play really well. And Pepe got an assist. Aubameyang got a goal, and Lacazette got a goal. Um, it's I just th- a defense. I think for United, it's um, staying mentally strong, getting the best out of Pogba and. With the players that we have, how like how consistent can we be? Mm-hmm. Just for this, is just because like we we score goals and then we kind of flow in and out of games and we don't keep that intensity high. Like, right, like the right, five right. minutes after who did we play? Southampton scored. We played with so much urgency, but we can't get that from the first minute. We can't get that like in moments of the game. So it's how can we like? It actually hurts us sometimes to score goals. Yeah. Um. And then it's also dealing with injuries. Like right now, Luke Shaw's out. We only have Ashley Young. Yeah, that's who's not even a right back or a defender or even a, like he's just not even he's there. just there. Um, so I think our squad is pretty thin in some places, but our squad was pretty like unnecessarily big to start with as well. Um, so that's United's problem. Um, a lot of it has to do with Pogba, I think. Um, for Chelsea, I think it's against. Do you think that injury is going to be long term because he's injured? Who Pogba? He's uh he got uh he was called up to the friend squad and then he, he pulled he out pulled out. Guess who replaced him? Yeah, but him? that's all who Genduzi. Oh really? Oh yeah. wow! Congrats! Thanks. Um, that stuff's always club related as well. I mean, that it could easily be like personal reasons or like like him personally not wanting to like play for France right now. Like he wants to like maybe no. He's like like after the game, like you saw him like after like um uh, I didn't see him. After play, like like uh, in a post like interview like post game interview after he finished he was like limping. Oh really? Yeah. We'll see. Um, United's historically been pretty good with keeping players around during international breaks and like getting them to like back out of and call ups. And what about like the worries of uh, like Tottenham and Chelsea? Um, I don't. I think of all of them, their worries might be the most, the the least. Who, like Tottenham? Intent Tottenham, yeah. I don't I don't know what they've been it's just been weird. Um 
but I think of all the other top four teams, they maybe are in the best situation. I haven't seen a whole lot of Tottenham. I haven't put a whole lot of thought into them. Chelsea's is obviously just with the play, with the average to like experienced players they have. How seriously can you take other competitions while keeping things high in the Premier League? Mm-hmm. Um, just because once things get into like you have a cup game midweek, Prem game on the weekend, and then Champions League game ne- like next week, like how are you going to maintain players like Pulisic, Mason Mount, um, Abraham? Like even your players that are like important for you, even though they're not that good, how do you manage that? Right. I think that's going to be um, their biggest test. And Lampard's not used to. He's just used to one one team, so he's only used to Derby with league and two cups. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think with Champions, it just throws a whole other situation. Plus, his player situation is also um not the most ideal. I, I like how he's like giving chances to young players, but at the same time, it, yeah, it's but it's not showing problem. anything. It's yeah. it's. It, I mean, you tie Sheffield two two at home when you were two nil up. That yeah, that tells a, a lot about your team. Still hasn't won a game at home yet. Uh, let's just have one last look at the European uh, transfer news. Um, we can just like run down through like the big ones. I mean, like, this is big. I mean, uh, I don't. Uh, Graham Dorns left Rangers by mutual consent. Oh my god. Uh, Monreal officially went to Real Sociedad, um, mm-hmm. which makes, I believe, makes Ozil the longest-serving player at Arsenal, which is kind of weird for just a bit because he's out next. <laughs> Probably. I mean, like our. We got rid of three of our longest-serving players. It was first Koscielny, then Jenkinson, then Monreal, and they're all gone. Uh, Mkhitaryan, obviously gone. Uh, Chicharito, uh, he went to Sevilla after handing in a transfer request at West Ham, and he was never going to get playing yeah, time, Yeah, really. I think with their top three, four players, it's not going to... 7.5 million pounds, that's not bad. Um, obviously, we talked about Mkhitaryan. We talked about uh, Icardi. Um, Galatasaray going crazy with Falcao. Um, there was, oh yeah, there was one, uh, yeah, Rafinha going alone, uh, from, uh to Celta Vigo from Barcelona. Very good. I'm, I'm going to miss the transfer window. It's always fun to look at like transfer rumors and, uh, I feel like it died down though. I, what, uh, last question before we leave. Um, do you think it's like, good that england has a different like transfer like deadline i just wish it all ended on the same day that's what i'm saying w- which one would you prefer right I, no no no, no no i like what england did this year so do you know incoming the, players after the season starts so do you think that other teams uh, other leagues should do that or do you think england should just go back to no i think all, i think once the season starts your team should be locked yeah i agree if team if leagues start like one week on or off or like I know like I just don't like how it's different with Premier League. Yeah, it also messes up your fantasy leagues. Yeah, <laughs> I mean like people had Monreal and Erickson and they're like freaking out. Yeah, like with Coutinho last season or something. Yeah. All right, uh, we'll uh, be we'll still have an episode next week, even though it's international break. We'll think of some fun stuff to do. Yay. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, be sure to uh, subscribe on uh, SoundCloud, Spotify, iTunes. Uh, and uh, we'll be back next week. All right. And my jaw will feel better. <laughs> okay. Bye. Bye.